0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 387th episode of the Pokemon podcast. It's super effective. I am
1: your host SBJ, and with me, Will is back, returned here. Where? When was the last time I was on this program? Was it like three weeks ago? No, it was two. You were just not here last week. Are you sure I was here the week before? Oh, that was the other program. Ugh, there's too many programs. Too <laughs> much. I'm on the internet too much. It's time to start cutting back. You guys are getting a wealth of Will Anderson, and, and I don't get enough private time. <sighs> yes, Philadelphia. Much, I did my did my East Coast tour, so I, I fulfilled my my quotient for having to be on the East Coast for at least another three months. So did back you? Uh, to did you miss it? Minnesota? Did I miss the East Coast? Yeah, nah. Although I went, I got to go to Wingos. Oh, so. Wingos is good. Wingos is so good. No, I literally—it's a restaurant where oh. they have wings. <laughs> but I had for that dinner that night. I had the ten wings, uh, French fries, and the fried peanut butter and jelly sandwich, which you know is an absolute good too. treat. Yeah. I gained five pounds on that trip to the East Coast. (laughs) I'm not even
0: kidding. Greg here also no wingos, though?
2: No, I didn't. Although I did go to the Lucky Cricket out at the West End and did have wings there.
1: Thanks for inviting me. Lucky
0: Cricket?
2: Yeah, you were in the East Coast. Oh, wow.
1: I mean, (laughs) still would have have appreciated the invite.
2: Why? You weren't here. And we went and saw Frozen 2.
1: Oh, no, thank you.
2: See? I
1: know you. I didn't
2: even invite you because I know you'd be like, nah, dog. And and I'm all like, I'm into the unknown. Off into Frozen 2.
1: Look, I went into the Disney store with you. That's a huge True. bequest or whatever Are you going to stay
2: out with, um, with the Marines? Ooh, one no, of them was kind of no. cute, maybe. Uh,
1: no, that one yeah. Marine was cute. Yeah, he
2: was kind of I cute. Mean,
0: the real question is, did Will finish Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield? Oh,
1: heck no. Heck I no. am so stuck on Route 8. <laughs> I, I can't find a way to level up my Pokemon, and it just seems like what? everything jumped from like 35 to 40 on Route 8. And what? I'm like...
0: what is the game we're playing? I feel like, well, one, the, the Pokemon community can never g- agree on anything. That's very <laughs> true, but I would say more than half the community... Has gone over out of their way to say this game is too easy.
1: Well, not for old Will.
2: You are you not using your candies?
1: You're not using candies. Uh, I have not used any candies. No, I have not. I don't know what the candies are for. To level up. Use to level up. Well, I didn't read that in the instruction manual. Oh, and- I'm sorry. There was no <laughs> instruction manual because you digitally downloaded. You didn't. And
0: you didn't get an instruction manual. Mine clearly says to save the master ball for Firo or Tentacruel. These are rare Pokemon.
2: Professor Oak is the worst. The worst professor. Like, how is that even good advice? What is wrong with... Ugh.
0: (sighs) You gotta use the candy. See, the game... Let's you raid at any point. And raids are very enjoyable, Will. They're fun. Well, They're the best. Well,
1: let's just say I didn't listen to last week's episode, but I'm sure I disagree with most everything <laughs> about raids being, quote, enjoyable, And then when you're, when
0: you're done with the raids, you get the candy. And even though your Pokemon don't level up, you can use the candy to level up. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm, yum, 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 yum.
1: Part of the problem too is that when I was would finish raids, I just kept like going through that menu without actually looking at what it was trying to tell me. And then people were like, <laughs> There's stuff on there. What did you get? And I'm like, I don't know. You get berries. Uh you, you love berries? berries. You love berries, Will? I like you get farming tec- berries. You
0: get technical
2: records which are different than technical machines. That I
1: I have noticed that now.
0: They look like little vinyls and some little CDs. Yeah,
2: It's retro. <laughs> So, your route eight was. The real is... game starts at 30.
0: <laughs> your route eight, is that. That's uh, that's after Piers' gym, or is that before Piers' gym?
1: I don't know who Piers is. So okay, I'll so say right before. before. Got it.
2: It's before. Because you just leave Hammer Town.
1: Yeah, Hammerlock. No, so so, I'll tell you so, Route 8, because you're going to be able to tell it just from this description it's alone. That little,
2: it's that little patch, and then you go under the bridge to the ruins.
1: So, no, no, Route 8 is the ruins. Oh, well, but yeah, I, the way I was going to describe it as, Route 8 is the very narrow shoots and ladders up and down path where mm, there's a mm. billion girders, and you can't get by them, so you have to They're battle each and every yeah. one.
2: Well, gee, if you battle them, your Pokemon will level.
1: Except they're all too high level for my Pokemon. So they just keep killing me.
0: So the girder part, I don't think we talked about this. The girder part on the show, I don't think anyone's talked about this. Joe from Sarah B.
2: Oh, call out, call out. (laughs) Joe, who thinks he knows everything. He doesn't uh, know about <laughs> resetting RAM, does he?
0: I'm friends with Joe. I always, I always <laughs> give him a hard time. So I don't think anyone's really talked about this. There might be an article on Serebii's website, although it's impossible to navigate that. <laughs> oh, oh, I need to stop burning snaps. Joe right now. So this is the, the girder part. I'm glad you brought this up, Will. Before we get to our news, uh, we have some Pokemon Go news. We have uh, a new anime To talk about, Uh, we have some gym leader stuff and we have some holiday stuff in Pokemon Masters. But before we get there, this was the route where I realized quick balls don't work because the game does something weird based on your levels. And so I don't know if you notice this, Will, but you've probably, I I know you're a huge fan of Oddish and of a couple other Pokemon. And you probably noticed in the wild area or on other routes, some Pokemon are very hard to catch.
1: Impossible to catch, some might say.
0: Yes, and so when I was on Route 8 for the first time, uh, I, when I was playing through my game, I was like, I'm going to catch every Pokemon I can see on a route in like the 1% or the 2% I'll come back for when I beat the game. And at that point, I probably had 200, 300 Quick Balls because one of the guys in the wild area sells Quick Balls for Watts uh, mm-hmm. and you get a lot of Watts from raiding. I've experienced this earlier in the game where it was very frustrating to catch things like Oddish or Wobbuffet or even something like a Nicket uh, very early on. And so I was like, you know what? I just don't care anymore. I'm just going to quickball things and move on with life. And I noticed time after time again on that entire route, my quickballs were failing. And other people were like, well, I've, uh, this is really weird. I've never had this problem. And I was like, well, this, this is something I've experienced before. I don't think they nerfed quickball. So I spent over three hours testing this. If your Pokemon that... This is my scientific findings. I have it all recorded. You can look at it. I think we maybe lightly talked about this before. But my scientific recordings was that if your Pokemon is lower level than the Pokemon you're trying to catch, there is an artificial nerf that happens which makes it hard to catch. And this is the first Pokemon game I think that have, has done this. And this makes. Oh, absolutely. This yeah. makes sense yeah. it, it because is absolutely I. Absolutely yeah. yeah. noticeable. Yeah. This makes sense because I spent 20 plus regular Pokeballs on a level 14 Oddish in the wild area. And I don't remember my level per se, but I know I was under leveled because you get to the wild area around level 10. I flipped my Pokemon around. I put a Pokemon higher level than the Girders and the Phalanx and the Lunatones that exist on Route 8. And I caught almost all of them instantly once I flipped my Pokemon. So I took this further and I went back to the wild area because I was like, maybe it's based on badges. And I sent out a level 20 Pokemon and I was quickballing everything in the wild area that was lower than 20. And then I switched my Pokemon to a level uh, a 12 Pokemon. And I, then I went back to struggling with quickballs on like level 14 Cub Shoes or level 16 Squovits. And so I was like, okay, got to be really science here. In Pokemon games, the 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 standard bird is always a 255 catch rate, which with a quick ball and a 255 catch rate is a hundred percent catch rate. You can't fail it. So I'm going to assume, although I I don't know, but I'm sure we'll, I'm sure there's data on it that that Rookidee is the 255 Pokemon. So I went to root two. And I caught Rookidee very easily with Quick Ball. Everything else on that route with a Quick Ball. But those Pokemon on that route are between 4 and 6. So I went to the daycare. I bred a level 1 Krabby. I went back. Failed almost every Quick Ball I threw at a level 4 Rookidee with my level 1 Krabby. Outside the wild area. In the wild area. On, on route 2. Which everything is extremely easy to catch. On route 8. Higher level, lower level, the game punishes you for being lower leveled. And this yes. has nothing to do with badges, because when I was testing this, I had all eight badges. I do know there are Pokemon in the wild area that you cannot catch because of badges. That's not what we're talking about. Overall, I think that is a good change. I think if a Pokemon is stronger than your team, it should be more difficult to catch. It does add to the concept of like, oh, I remember when I found, you know, this level 50 Conkelder and it was very hard to catch. And now it's on my team that I think that does add to a story of catching Pokemon. But nowhere does the game ever tell you that. And nowhere does other sites like Serebii or like Bulbapedia. As far as I know, if somebody has a link to that specific page, I would love to see it. Uh, no one talks about this. And I mean, I guess at a certain point it doesn't matter. But you could, you know, after putting 200 hours into the game, you know, try to be try to level up like a level 30 Pokemon, and then realize like, oh, why are my quick balls suddenly not working? Um, but I don't know. That's my unscientific testing. I've, I felt like I, I proved my point when I was testing on on stream.
1: Well, I mean, I've had a similar experience to you, and especially after you mentioned it to me, I was like paying attention to it. And it's like, I would do things like I would try to catch a Pokemon with a Pokemon that was a lower level than the Pokemon I'm trying to catch and then switch to one that's a higher level and just see, it's like, oh, that one, it jumped right out of the ball and that one it actually caught. Um, My other curiosity, which are a little, I welcome our amateur scientists to test prove and give me some data on this particular is um, the level ball does exist in the game. Which the level ball is supposed to be stronger the higher your level your Pokemon are versus the Pokemon you're trying to catch. So, how is that impacted by the fact that the game makes basically every ball a level ball at this point in time?
0: I don't think the balls get better when you're higher level. I think they just work normally. (laughs) Yes. So, when you're lower level, there's an obvious change. But when you're higher level, it just acts like it should act. And a quick ball is like times... Five on turn one, uh, and then like a repeat ball is like three point five on any turn as long as it's registered. So what is a
1: level ball? How does how does that so a level catch ball percentage is change?
0: Based off your Pokemon's level compared to that Pokemon's level, and the higher your level is, the more it is able to catch it. Yes. Um. I don't know. I don't know where it tops out.
2: No, it tops out at I believe eight times if you're. If your level is four times greater than that of the wild Pokemon. But that's a lot. Four times is a lot.
0: So yeah, it would be like, it would be 20, you would be 100?
2: Yeah. It's four times if you're be- between two and four times higher than the wild Pokemon. So that's the more common one. So it's not hard to be like three times or two times the level of something. And then it drops if you're only... uh. If you're only between two, one time, you know, if you're the same level or not yet double, it's it's twice as good.
0: And timer ball maxes out at four times, but only if it's more than 10 turns.
2: Yes, timer ball is the best when it's been, I think, 40 turns? Like, it's at them best when it's at 40.
1: No, turns. 40 is too
0: many. They changed this in Gen 5. So in 3 and 4, it was best at Thirty turns. You're right, Greg. After Gen Five, it got best at ten turns. Yeah. Uh, okay. Because you only have ten turns. I uh, maybe well it, on the tenth turn, it is times four. But does the raid recognize that you would have to defeat the Pokemon on the tenth turn?
2: Yes. And I, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I do know though. I did the I did. I crunched some numbers. The repeat ball is slightly better than the dusk ball in raids. There's a catch calculator website, and a calcu- it does the... So if you go to the, the ball website, you can see, like, for timer ball, it's, like, turns plus 10 divided by 10, like, times 4 or whatever. Like, the Pokeballs have these weird equations of how it calculates. And that's, that's based off the catch rate. So in raids... This is, this is, I didn't think we'd be talking about so much math.
2: (laughs) It's the math.
0: In, uh, let's, let's assume you're doing a, um, non-promoted raid, because promoted raids already get messy. (laughs)
1: What, is that like Starbucks?
0: Okay, so promoted raids are anything that is artificially boosted right now and are outside the normal dens. So a promoted raid right now would be Snorlax, Butterfree, Sandaconda, Scentiscorch, Scorch. Corviknight and Dreadnought. Those are all promoted. They are popping up more often than they should. And in dens, they normally don't pop up. So, in the overall wild area map, every Pokemon has their own den. For example, G Max Charizard's den is the one that is surrounded by all the rocks on Murder Alcove.
1: Is it really called Murder Alcove? Uh, I don't remember. That just seems it's, so it's called, inappropriate like, for a Dragonite's
0: Eye or something. I don't remember what I remember. that one is called. G Max Garboder's den is where Garboder spawns in the wild area. It's like either Garboder there, like you, that's it's like the down ramp to the bridge. I don't, Sandaconda's Mm. normal G Max den is in the Dusk Bowl. So it's in the, it's like the, the top one kind of tucked over in the Dusk Bowl. But you've probably noticed that G Max Sandaconda can kind of appear in any den, just like Butterfree. Uh, can appear in any den, just like Snorlax. So those are promoted. The question I, I've gotten this question a lot this last week because I guess people don't know that promoted raids are a thing. Uh, how do you know when a raid is promoted? Uh, a couple ways you can go to Pokemon.com <laughs> where they have said like, "Hey, G Max, Snorlax is everywhere." Uh, the Pokemon Twitter, uh, this web, uh, this podcast, uh, or I don't know. <laughs> There probably should be... Well, there was something in-game when you went to Wild Area News, doesn't it? Say, like, Gmax is Snorlax is appearing more often. I swear it said that at one point, right?
1: The only time I ever go to the Wild Area News is when I'm on an airplane and I'm, I am have my <laughs> Wi-Fi turned off, and I'm like, well, that didn't work. Okay, next.
0: Promoted Pokemon are not... Are hard to, harder to catch because they spawn more often. So we're not... For this math example, we're not talking about promoted Pokemon, <laughs> But we can talk about, uh, let's say we found Alc, uh, G Max Alcremie, uh, Alcremi, Alcremi. Um, that den is specifically across from the daycare. So if you're standing at the daycare and you're, you got your back turned to the breeder and you look straight and you ride your bike straight, once you hit the end of the, the wild area, that's, that den is Alcremie's den. And if this is, this is the other weird thing, the game technically you could say it punishes you for playing with real people, or maybe it's punishing you for playing with Martin. Ugh. When when you're doing a non-promoted G Max raid, you as the host has a have a higher catch rate than the guests do. But if you're playing offline locally, and that was a G Max Alcremi raid, you would have a hundred percent catch rate as the host. Who's Martin? Martin is the guy with the soul oh rock. My,
2: <laughs> oh my god, who's Martin?
0: They have names? Uh, they yeah. have yeah, cause names. Yeah, Ma- because Martin will always throw out soul rock. that's like the little toddler girl. She always has magic Carp. There's like a business, Japanese businessman. He always has like, I think,
1: sock. I'm, I'm not at this level yet. I have the weird dancer woman who I don't know what she, I haven't paid attention to what she throws out.
0: So any, any raid that you're doing that is standard, not promoted at all, uh, is going to be 100% if you're playing offline. Any G Max that is non-promoted, so non-promoted is, you know, Alcrammy, Machamp, Colossal, Garbodor, Kingler. It's going to be 100% catch rate. But again, you're playing with Martin and the other NPCs. Uh, if it's a special event, so something promoted, it's going to be the species catch rate. So, I can't remember what Butterfree's catch rate is. I think it's like 65 or something. It's pretty high. And then if it's a... a, Oh, sorry. Standard event would be promoted. So, that would be like... Right now, that would be regular Snorlax. Not G-Max Snorlax. Because now that G-Max Snorlax is promoted, you will see regular Snorlaxes. Just like because Corviknight is technically promoted right now. You will probably see non-G-Max Corviknight, Rookadese, Corvusquires. Those... Are going to be uh, the species catch rate, whatever, you know, Snorlax is like what, 35 or 40 or something. Uh, not when I, say th- when I say 3 or 30 or 40 or 65 or 255, that's not percentage. That's just like a, like 3 is like 1%. Uh, I think 65 is like 15% or something like that. Um, and then a Gmax event, if you're doing solo. So, this would be Snorlax, G-Max, Snorlax, Gmax, Corviknight. That would be a base catch rate of 20, uh, which comes to, I want to say, about 9%. So, about a 1 in 10 chance. I could be, my numbers could be slightly off. I, so th- this is, this is the weird thing. I don't know which Pokemon has a base rate of 20, but everyone's favorite Pokemon, Basculin, has a base catch rate of 25. <laughs> So I used Basculin for a lot of examples to do the math. So this gets us to the multiplayer stuff. Uh so if you're doing multiplayer, so you're playing with one person or three other people doing raids, your catch rate for s- any standard pokemon is going to be 100%. So that would if you find a reuniclis, if you find a basculin, if you find a excadrill, if you find a I was going to say Floette, but Floette's not in the game. <laughs> Your catch Noted. rate has, as the host is 100%, and then the players you're playing with is the species catch rate. So however hard Excadrill is to catch, that's you know what they're going to have as a catch rate. If it's a Gigantamax Pokemon, not promoted. So this is going to be Alcremie, G-Max, Alcremie, G-Max, Kingler. Your base rate is going to be 20, which is around 10%. Granted, you're using a Pokeball, and then uh, for everyone else, it's going to be a base catch rate of three. That is the same catch rate as Legendary Pokemon, Mewtwo, uh, Tapu Koko, I can't remember what else is three, Uh, like literally every wormhole Pokemon. That does not count for like, somebody's going to be like, but the Krasmo is really easy to catch or run about, those don't count. Like, Necrozma's catch rate is, like, 255 after you, you murdered its Ultra form and then it crashed into the ground. Uh, uh, Eternatus is 100% catch rate. I don't know what Zashia and Zamazenta is. I think, I think they're a little bit higher. But, like, most legendary Pokemon post-game have a catch rate of 3%. For you as the host, if you find G-Max Alcremie, this sucks, but do it solo if you want to guarantee you're going to catch it uh, if you wanna share it, you are hurting your own chance of catching it, but also, this is what I will say if you're g max happy, they're all going to rotate. look, they've already promoted like seven of them, right and they're they're and and a lot of things are happening on January fifteenth specifically all of these promoted ones are ending January fifteenth there's only thirty g max Pokemon they're going to rotate more in, so. I'm I'm swimming in all of these promoted ones right now. They're everywhere. So if you do find a 1%, if you're really looking for outcrammy G-Max, I don't fault you for not sharing it to ensure your 100% catch rate, especially if you want to use a beast ball on it or a love ball on it. But I am sure there will be a point where the one you are looking for will be promoted. So speaking of promoted, if it is promoted, like G-Max, Snorlax, and you're playing with other people, your catch rate, still 20 and other people's catch rate still three. So there you go.
1: I want to say thank you because you have given me back the experience of my youth of showing up for a college course, not having done the required <laughs> readings for that day and therefore not understanding anything that the professor just went through. <laughs> I, I know there were words in there that I understand. And yet putting it all together in my head, well, oh, that's. I guess I'll have to do the readings tonight.
0: Okay, so like non-promoted. The the uh, hard.
1: D- d- trust me, <laughs> saying the words more and more isn't going to make this any better. I'm still trying to figure out how a repeat ball is supposed to be better if it's a Pokemon I haven't caught yet because it's too hard to catch. No, no, a repeat a repeat
0: ball is not better if you haven't caught the Pokemon. But a like if if it's a G Max Machamp. And you already have a Machamp registered, the repeat ball will work. Ah. Because when you catch it, it's still, the Pokedex still registers it as a Machamp. So bringing up the base rate of like catch rate three and a catch rate of 20 or a species catch rate, when I used the uh, Dragonfly Pokedex calculator, uh, which I've used many times before, it's just a calculator that you can type in. The Pokemon's HP level, the Pokemon, what ball you're using, what level it is, how many Pokemon you have registered in your Pokedex, uh, if you've caught it before. You know, everything that it, it's pretty much a fancy version and simplified version of the calculator that determines if a Pokemon is going to be caught. By basing a Pokemon off a catch rate of three, you can simply just find a two. So base rate, base catch rate of three is a two in ultra sun ultra moon or in fire red and leaf green with full health if you bring Mewtwo down to one hp if you paralyze it you put it to sleep its catch rate will definitely go up but i don't you don't have to do so a g max pokemon once you defeat it it, it's base catch rate is just three so you don't have to worry about adjusting its hp or letting it know it's paralyzed when you defeat it, that's when it registers the three. So it's, it's ultimately the same as trying to catch a Mewtwo at full health, regardless of level. And so when you do the math and you pick the different Pokeballs, a Dusk Ball is like.
1: This all sounds like trying to catch a Terrakion at the Ma- yeah. Mall of America. Oh, man. I'm and so mad. Using a Golden Raspberry and getting an excellent throw. And the dang on thing still jumps out of the ball.
0: Ugh. Well, what we is had it? Two. Like Golden Raspberry, Curveball. On a tracking is like excellent, excellent is like 20%
1: or something like that. I still didn't catch it.
0: Yeah, it's rude. Okay, so a Mewtwo with 100% health, with no status condition, if you're just chucking Premier Balls at it or Pokeballs, is a 1.567 catch rate. So a Mewtwo with a Dusk Ball in a cave is a 3571 Percent catch rate. So this would be the same as a Gigantamax Pokemon if you are not the host. Now, a repeat ball, if we have the Mewtwo, is a 4.01 percent catch rate. So going back, a Dusk Ball is 3.571 as long as it's in a cave, which we're counting dens as caves, or anytime after 8 p.m. And then a repeat ball, if you've technically had the Mewtwo registered, or in this case, if you have a Machamp registered is a 4.01% catch rate. So, in according to this calculator, which I have trusted <laughs> for how, whenever I discovered this website, I don't know, like five years ago, the repeat ball is the best possible ball you can use in a G Max raid, uh, and just for for other Pokeballs, an Ultra Ball would be 2.635. A beast ball would be point two seven nine <laughs> don't use the, don't
1: use your beast ball
2: nobody is left after this part if- I mean, I'm already on sabe's website just clicking through the adventure calendar
1: and you wait you also you only get one beast ball in the entire game, right. Or can you get multiple Beast yeah, Balls? I don't
0: know if you can get multiple. Uh, the champ- if you do the Champion Cup over and over again, you have a chance of getting, I know, Friend Balls and Love Balls. Um, yeah, you can but get some of them back. Super, it's a super slim chance.
2: That's Ball's likely, but Repeat Ball is not good. What? Orange and Yellow?
1: No. Yeah. No,
2: it's awful.
1: <sighs> Luxury Ball, number Watch. one. Love yeah, Ball, absolutely. number two. Net Ball, okay. But honestly, I just feel like...
0: Dive ball is really rising to my favorite Pokeball.
1: Now, now I feel it's like you're in that college course, and it's the days when we used to have um, chalkboards, and the professor just filled up the chalkboard (laughs) with all kinds of mathematical (laughs) equations and numbers and everything. And then he says, well, and this is all the proof that repeat ball is the best ball for using in max raids. And you're like, I came into the classroom already knowing that. I didn't need to see you scribble on a... Chalkboard for half an hour to figure
0: that one out <laughs> sure for. sure well too long didn't read repeat ball is best in raid yes as so long as you have the Pokemon registered
2: skip to this point
0: okay the other question I've gotten a lot of recently was why do you keep how, doing wait, raids wait how do I
1: tell if my b- Butterfree is a G-Max Butterfree by looking at it is there a way
0: yes yeah there's a little x uh, between yep. the Pokeball and the name
1: ah hold on I gotta run out to the living room <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean you would have known when you caught it
1: I was a little sleepy when that was happening oh. so I don't remember
2: it was the giant beautiful wings
1: trust me lost on me
0: so I was <laughs> I was I was doing raids the other night you know I was knocking out
1: some diggers bees knocking out some uh diggers bee though vib- vib- vibravas Doing those raids I'm locked out of, and it's always like, Steve's doing raids. Why don't you join him? And I'm like, I'd like to, but I guess I'm not allowed into you that You gotta exclusive be in the stream,
0: club. and then you get the code.
1: I can do one thing at a time. <laughs> and, Either play Pokemon or watch a stream.
0: <laughs> uh, and somebody, uh, I've gotten this question a lot of like, why are you doing the raids if you already have the Pokemon? So a couple things.
2: For the sweet, sweet candies.
0: Mostly because the rewards are so good. And Greg and I have definitely talked about this. Yes. Uh, But secondly, that's the only way to get hidden ability Pokemon. So if you want hidden ability uh, Flygon or hidden ability Zarina or what? Zarina is not hidden ability. That's a bad example. Hidden ability Charizard or hidden ability Diggersby. The only way to get hidden ability is from raids. Now, of course, you could once you have the hidden ability, you can breed your your off your spawn and spawn of babies and give those to people, sure, but uh, you can't get that just by catching Pokemon in the wild wild area or in the game. Uh, the other thing to do, I just, I don't know, they're fun. I agree. I just think they're, they're, they're fun things to do. Sometimes they go terribly I, wrong where you bring in yeah. a Rotom that only has <laughs> one move and it's Discharge and you picked the wrong Rotom and you knock out your own team. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, I just wish. Who did that, that Steve? You, not me. The,
1: the only thing I would wish for with raids is that they would have like five, just five different opening animations, and not the same opening. I, I don't spend that much time on my knee to stand up from <laughs> my knee and smirk at my wrist at my not apple watch. If you change your
0: outfit, then it's a different animation because you
1: look at your shoes first. You have- and then you're like, clothes. oh yeah, I yeah. put on that different pants. Oh look at that I know, uh, Cramorant I sweater shoes. I'm wearing. I don't wear shoes. Is this so. why
0: you don't like Galler? Because there's no, sh- you have to wear shoes, Will?
1: Yes, yes, exactly. You
0: can't. There's not even sandals hey, in the game.
2: They've got socks.
0: Uh, they have more socks than Pokemon Go. That is for sure. Very true. More socks than yeah, Pogo. Where's
2: the Where's the bring back sandals hashtag? <sighs>
0: Speaking of Pokemon Go, let's jump into oh, our news. I played Pokemon Go today.
2: Yeah, we did.
0: Speaking of Pokemon Go, let's take a break.
2: Because <laughs> <laughs> we had math class for an we hour. We had
0: math class for an hour, and then uh, there's some Pokemon Go. This is the end of the Pokemon Go stuff. I don't think they're doing anything else the rest of the year here, but we have the rest of the year for you guys. So we will Can be... we
2: talk about how, we're going to definitely talk about how lame that 2019 thing was.
0: Sure, sure. Uh okay. We will be back after the break bip, 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 bop, time Bip Bop Friend Time.
1: Bip, bop, friend time. Bip, bop, friend time.
0: Bip, bip bop, bop, friend (laughs) time. Community note, go battle league preview, (laughs) (laughs) combat system update, legacy attacks, and more. Does that sound fun? This is off Niantic's website, PokemonGoLive.com. We're excited to share some more details about Go Battle League. This was the thing they announced, what, two months ago with just a graphic and nothing else besides coming soon?
1: And you spent half an hour complaining about the graphic? Yes, <laughs> like I remember. Figured? I was yes. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Was, I was I
2: there? I don't remember. No, I it I was Brittany. Still,
0: oh, okay. still not a good Thank graphic. Gosh. Still the same graphic. Still the uh, the Windows 98 grass and tree. Battles will take place in three leagues. Great Ultra Master League However, only one league will be available at a time and will rotate throughout the season. This means in order to be the best, you will have to win all three formats. As you battle, as you win battles throughout the season, your rank will increase even as Go Battle League rotates between leagues. You start at rank one, work your way up to rank 10. Once you reach a new rank, you cannot drop below for the rest of the season. Higher rank means better rewards. This is actually the same thing in, um, sword and shield there are ranks once you reach a rank like great ball or ultra ball you can't drop down if you didn't know there are seasons in sword and shield and the season ends the first season ends uh
1: december 31st
2: oh is that gonna <sighs> get my winter sauce y- y-
1: yes oh sweet but i'm i'm so far behind oh no
0: you gotta rank up will Once you reach
1: rank 10,
0: you will be bested with your battle ranking. Wins increase your battle ranking while loses cause it to drop. This is the same as Sword and Shield. Uh, You don't have an actual placement slash score until you get to Master Cup. And that will show you how good you are. You cannot use two or more of the same species on your team. Uh, They said that this is coming early 2020. They are updating the combat system. When two Pokemon use a charge attack at the same time, the Pokemon with the higher attack stat will go first because there is no speed stat in Pokemon Go. If two Pokemon have the same attack stat, a random Pokemon will go first. That's the same in Sword and Shield if there's a speed tie. Uh, Switching Pokemon now clears any changes to attack and defense stats. I guess it didn't do that before, uh, but now it does. That makes sense. They have updated some of the following attacks. Night Slash, Icy Wind, Hydro Cannon, Frustration and Return, Mud Slap, Sand, Tomb, Earthquake, Overheat, Draco Meteor, Psycho, Boost, Close Combat have all been updated. You want to know what changes they are? PokemonGoLive.com has them all listed here. We're done with math hour. They're adding some new attacks, such as... Octazuka, Mirror Shot, Felstinger, Aura Sphere, and Superpower.
1: Did you know that Oct- Octazuka has been around since Gen 2? I this have. This is a move I have literally never heard of before. <laughs> oh. On- yeah, it's like octil-
0: Octillery's signature move. Yeah. It was Octillery's signature yeah, move. Yeah, they always do that. They always give a Pokemon a signature move and then give it to everyone else Take the next game. What?
1: No, there's only three other Pokemon that can learn Octazuka, So it's not that bad.
0: Pokemon can learn more attacks. Uh, they added some more attacks that Pokemon can learn. For example, Stoutland can now learn Ice Fang, Kyogre can now learn Surf, Celebi can now learn Seed Bomb. There's a couple others here. And then finally, there were a bunch of moves in 2016 that were that were called the legacy moves, moves that Pokemon could no longer learn. This was a hot commodity at Go Fest. Well, people yeah, wanted. People wanted specific Pokemon with specific moves. And now it is no longer a hot commodity. You guys can all your your Pokemon can once again learn these moves. Arcanine can now learn Flamethrower once again. Poliwrath with the MUD Machamp with the cross chop, Golem with the Ancient Power, Gengar. You better have that Gengar with Shadow Claw if you're doing that Mewtwo. Executor with the Confusion. Pinsir with the Fury Cutter. Gyarados. With two moves, Dragon Breath and Twister, Snorlax with the Body Slam, Dragon Knight with the Dragon Breath or Dragon Claw. I don't know if people, hardcore competitive people are happy about this or upset
1: about this.
2: I guarantee, like any change, they are upset about <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> well, wait, not the competitive people aren't upset about it. They're happy because they're getting these moves back that they needed for the things that they need to do. What the people who are unhappy are the collectors who went out of their way and made special trades to get Pokemon with these legacy yes. moves. And now those legacy moves. It's like reprinting a card in a TCG. And it's like, <laughs> I just spent $150 on a mana crypt. And look, in the next set, it's a common. Yeah, and its drop prices dropped that. down to $5. I'm That's not excited for it. I literally just spent $150 I on know, a mana I crypt. I can't wait
2: to get my new updated art version of it and be like, hey. Look what I got for 25 cents.
1: Oh, you are horrible.
2: And then you're going to look at me and you're going to cry those yes. sweet, bitter
0: tears that I you love so correct. much. are
1: correct. So that's just like my Gengar with Shadow Claw.
0: <laughs> Some more changes here. This is a gift from us to you, Pokemon Go's December events. We have six things here that they are doing for the end of the year. Number one, a challenging development. Before we get to the jolly announcements.
2: <laughs> Before jolliness, you get challenged.
0: Before we get to the fun, start, fun stuff about our game. Remember Team Rocket Go? <laughs> they got more stuff to do. All right, so uh, a challenge development, a new special research line designed to help take down Team Rocket Go is available till the end of December. And if you defeat Giovanni this month, you will have a chance for Shadow Zapdos. Second thing here is eggs will be different. Starting on Monday, December 16th, the day the show goes up, you can expect different Pokemon hatching from eggs. Which ones will disappoint you? Moving on to number three. It doesn't say that, but in my head. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. I just, Basically, yeah. They're, they're rotating what will come out of the eggs, and they're like, who knows what's going <laughs> to come out of these eggs? Well, I'm sure a data miner knows what's going to come out of these eggs. Can't see his back. But it's just a bunch of garbage.
0: Number three, I bought incubators again. Why? Because Why? I had the quest to like do seven eggs to get a Sinnoh Stone, and I was like, I do want the Sinnoh Stone. But I don't want to... You know how long it's going to take to hatch seven Alolan eggs with your free incubator?
1: Well, you know what? <laughs> My- I, it doesn't matter to me, because you know what happened today? I finally completed the Spiritomb quest from this year. So yeah, what is that, three months late? Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, I still have take pictures of five water types sitting in my quests for I don't know how long. My three quest
0: slots were more valuable (laughs) than one taking up space for the next couple months. I'll spend the $4, I'll get my three incubators, and I'll just hatch them during community day today. And I did, and it was fine. Now I don't have that quest anymore. I feel good. Where are we? Oh, Verizian. Sl- glides yeah, into five star raids. The grassland Pokemon is coming to five star raids. The grass and fighting type legendary has said to co- con- confound opponents with its swift movements. So make sure you have your battle strategies ready. That's
2: my favorite. Just
0: pick a flying Pokemon. You'll be fine. Heck, I'm Rude. sure six Pidgeys can take out Virizion. That's all. It's okay. Everyone's favorite, Lugia and Ho-Oh, returning yeah. for a special raid weekend. The Fly, Psychic and Flying Lugia and the Fire and Flying Ho-Oh will be available in raid battles Friday, December 20th to Monday, December 23rd. Virizion will still be available during this time. Oh, I didn't say. Virizion will start Tuesday, December 17th, will end January 7th. And now it's time for our holiday event. Pokemon Go's holiday event is back. Look forward to new Pokemon in costumes. Ice type Pokemon never before seen in Pokemon Go. And exclusive field research. Winter themed avatar items and a blizzard full of bonuses. From Tuesday, December 24th to January 1st. Pikachu, Raichu, and Pichu. I don't know why Pichu was not listed first here. Wearing beanies and a Stantler wearing bells will appear in Pokemon Go for the first time. Pokemon appearing in the wild, delightful ice type Pokemon in the wild, such as Sneasel, Delibird, Snowrunt, and more, making its Pokemon Go debut. The stage is ready and lit. Finally, everyone's been screaming and clamoring. Cub Chew
2: <laughs> is Give me appearing. that sweet <laughs> snot. I need me my snot boy.
1: I disagree.
0: Pokemon appearing in eggs, Alolan Sandshrew, Alolan Vulpix, Pichu wearing beanies, and Stantler wearing bells will appear from 7K eggs. Pokemon appearing in raid battles, Raichu wearing beanies, Stantler wearing bells will appear in two star raids. Pokemon attracted by Glacier Lure Modules. Greg, they did it again. They have figured out a way to get more money. You want cryogonel? Cryogonal? Is that how you say it? Cryogonal. Cryogonal. You want that Pokemon? It's only spawning from a Glacier Lure Module.
2: (laughs) I mean, I have like three, so.
0: It is making its Pokemon Go debut. Event-exclusive field research. Enjoy event-exclusive field research tasks that reward you for a chance to encounter Pokemon like Pichu, Pikachu wearing a beanie.
2: What is the, is the... is The the beanie's new, right? It's not the it, Santa it hat. It is new. It's, it's, just, is,
0: it's no Santa hat. It's, uh, it's Do uh like know what a, it looks like? It, yeah, it's like a blue and red and white ski cat. I don't know. It looks like a beanie uh, you would wear skiing. Oh, you mean like a toque? Sh- yeah. Sure. All right. Okay. And if you're lucky, trainers... You may encounter a shiny Stantler wearing yes. a wearing bells and a shiny Snover.
2: Wearing bells?
0: No bells on Snover.
2: Boo. Why isn't Snover wearing lights? It well, should have look,
0: ornaments, true. Look, we saw we found the shine, we found the Stantler with bells last year and the, the hat Pikachu last year. Well, I'm sure we'll see the, <laughs> I'm sure somewhere in the code it'll have, you know, next year's Christmas Pokemon. <laughs> I, we don't know if the Pikachu with a hat can be shiny. Uh, we, I guess we don't know if regular Stantler can be shiny. I would assume so, if they're going to go out of their way to make the bell Stantler with the, I, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll figure out within the first 10 minutes of this event starting. Somebody will get it and then post it to self-road. Not noted here. Already found by the data miner. Wurmple with a party hat. After this event is over.
1: What? What? They, they did
0: it. They did it. They, they listened. I'm sure people will complain that the party hat is not the right party hat.
2: <laughs> when does Wimple have a party hat?
0: He had the party hat on during last year's graphic. The New Year graphic where he was wearing the party hat. He was Doesn't very he cute. does he have a little horn on his head anyways? Well, then he has a hat now, guys. It's very cute. I'm happy about this.
2: Be happy for Why? Wimple. No, Whirlpool's terrible.
0: Oh my gosh. It's- Does his evolutions also have a hat? I doubt it. Oh. His evo- Look, his evolutions don't deserve a hat. No <gasps> one cares about Silcoon and Cascoon.
2: <laughs> Beautifly is beautiful.
0: Well, yeah, but you gotta go through uh, your midlife crisis stage before you get there.
2: You are not allowed to talk about midlife
1: <sighs> Can you see a Cascoon with a party hat? This is just yes. the ultimate of now this is what I want. <laughs>
0: Yes, yeah, I want to see Grumpy, sad, party, grumpy hat. party Hat. Open twice as many gifts each day. Uh, so from Tuesday, December 24th to January 1st, you can open 40 gifts instead of 20. You can carry te- 20 gifts instead of 10. And in order to hatch eggs more easily, trainers will receive one single-use incubator at no cost during the event by spinning a disc on a photo po- poker stop. Um, So that is uh, seven free incubators, which is actually technically only 2.3. because they only last one. You get more transfer candy, and you get more catch candy, and you get more Stardust, and you get more... uh, There's a bunch of things that rotate once once this event starts, but... And finally, from Saturday, December 28th, from 11 to 7 in your local time zone, two-hour glur... Glacial Lure, Glur, Glur is just Glacier Lure Modules. modules. Glur Modules will last for two hours. Pokemon such as Lapras, Delibird, Cubchoo will spawn more during this time. Glaceon will know last resort if you evolve your Eevee. Regice will return to raids, and you will receive two additional raid passes during this time uh, on Saturday, December 28th. So there you go. Seems fine. Um, it's not cool that cry-go- cryo cry-gon-al- cry-gon-al- cry-ogon- cryogonal 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 is behind a two dollar paywall. But at the same time, one well, person could spend two dollars for everyone to. Yes, I. That yes. will be my
1: Christmas gift to the Mall of America the next time I'm there.
0: <laughs> is it a Christmas I... gift to
1: Mall of America or is it a Christmas gift to Neantic? Both. I mean I already have the didn't they give out free ones at one point?
2: Yeah, I mean I have one somewhere. Yeah, they or did. one or
1: two. It's it's not like I used it, so
0: I think this is better than the the like summer thank you for a great summer event. It seems less money grabbing annoying? Yeah. I mean it's less. Rosa is ready to celebrate the holiday seasons, Greg, in Pokemon Masters. Yes, I know. And you're invited to join in on the fun. Rosa's party is a new story event that finds the plucky Pokemon trainer preparing to throw a party for all of her friends. Fortunately, the legendary chef and fellow Pokemon trainer, Cybold, is on hand as well. Rosa and Delibird and Cybold and Octillery will appear in special seasonal outfits, appearing uh, until December 31st. You can challenge Rosa and Delibird in co-op battles, which will give you the opportunity to obtain vouchers, which you can then exchange for great items. Mm. You can also obtain gems and vouchers through special missions in addition to a new story event. Five-star Rosa and five-star Cybold can be scouted during the event and be permanently added to your team with the festive outfits. A special present will take place December 23rd, until December 24th, where you can earn a 1,000 gems upon your first completion of the event. However, only trainers that have completed Chapter 5 of the main story can t- take place in Rose's Party. In addition to this event, Rose's Party's special rally is now underway until December 25th. Which you will attain Evolution Crystals and up to 3,900 gems. Uh, which I think is 13 pulls. Be sure to check your game for further details. Still happening. They're trying. I mean, we They're saw this coming. Something. We figured there would be seasonal outfits. I you know, out of all the Pokemon trainers and masters, I wouldn't think Cybold would be the Christmas event.
1: <laughs> I don't even know where what is Cybold from? He is the He
2: is the Elite Four member from
1: Kalos. Uh,
2: yeah, X and Y.
1: Oh, so forgettable!
0: Is he's, it the, well, the steel dude? Well, no, he's the water one. That's he's why he has artillery. Oh. I think he opens with Clawitzer. Claw, claw claw, <laughs> Clawitzer, Clawitzer, yes. yes. Uh, and I think uh, he also has a drag algae on his team.
2: He is a chef and an artist, and so the shall I spoil the plot line of Rose's party? What
1: is he going to make I've dinner for everybody?
2: Yes. So Rosa wants to throw a party, and she's scouting chefs, so she scouts him, and then he's like, battle me to see what kind of dish we'll make. All Ah. right. And so then, for some reason, they change clothing. Like, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense why Rosa and (laughs) Seibold change clothing at that point, but then Mallow shows up, and she's like, hey, I heard you need a chef, and they're like, well, we have one. We got this dude who's got crayfish and octopus to eat. And she's like, oh, bummer, I can fight too. Let me fight you to show you what kind of chef I can be. And then you fight her, and then you're all like, yeah, you could make dishes. We're going to stick with this guy, though.
0: Thanks. Cybold, when you battle him in the Elite Four, there's a lot of, look, I love X and Y. (laughs) I truly do. But everything story related in that game is hot garbage. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the Elite Not Four being everything. one of them. Not everything. The, the nothing beats the AZ storyline. That, that that's top that tier is garbage. Lysander shooting a laser can in the air. Also top tier garbage. The fact that they don't focus on any of the Elite Four. Except for Malva. Also kind of garbage. But, Cybold has at least the start of good character. Where he does pose an interesting question to the player. Which is... Would you consider, well, he considers, but he asks you, like, would you consider food to be an art form uh, because of how, like, fancy the dishes are and how you can prepare it and everything? And, you know, like, things in the real life exist, like seven-course meals and whatnot. Uh, But you eat that art form and it's gone, but you can still cherish and appreciate that. And then he compares that to Pokemon battles as, like, is a Pokemon battle an art form? Because, again, it doesn't last forever like, your food dish. And it, it, is, it is interesting. But that's literally the start and stop of Cybold's character.
2: It makes more sense than the end of Sword and Shield.
1: <laughs> no spoilers, please.
2: I'm not,
0: I'm just saying. What,
1: the laser cannon or Cybold? <laughs> All of it.
0: The laser cannon was awful. <laughs> it's very bad. laser
2: cannon was amazing. Long live laser cannon.
0: I mean, there was there would have been a definite end if that laser cannon went off, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> just Defin- end me now, Lysander. Just, just end, end me now.
2: <laughs> Shoot me with that laser.
0: <sighs> All right, we'll take a break. <laughs> uh, we have one more. We have two more articles. Uh, we saved the best for last, of course. Uh, we have some Jeopardy stuff, and we have a new anime to talk about, and then Will has... Pokemon of the week, and we have our question of the week, so we will be right back. Uh, And We're just gonna, you know, know, set the burners, the the, the back burners on the stove, we're gonna put it on low, we're gonna put our soup back there, put our soup back there,
1: put our soup back there. Here's my opinion, I don't think there is a single idiomatic expression in the entire English language that Steve can't get wrong.
0: What you didn't like my stove analogy? analogy? We're gonna put our soup back there. Put our soup back there. Put our soup back there. Here, here's my opinion.
1: We're gonna put our soup back there. Put our soup back there. Put our soup back there. Here, here's my opinion. We will put the topic on the back burner. <laughs> That's all. We're gonna put
0: our soup This is off there. Game Spot. Not to be confused with GameStop. I'm confused.
2: You lost me, but go on.
0: Pokemon was a category on Jeopardy. How many would you have gotten right? All of them. Uh, did The December 9th episode of the longest-running TV game show, Jeopardy, featured a Pokemon-specific category. While every category is a Pokemon pun, in short, Pokemon is taking over Jeopardy, and that's pretty great. Sorry, I'm reading the article.
1: Oh, I thought this was news, <laughs> not an opinion piece.
0: The uh, Look, it's GameSpot. The show's Twitter account posted an image of the board on December 9th with the category names that were the following Peek a Choo Choo, Geo Dude, there was a uh. comma there, Odd. Hyphen-ish. Slowpoke. Nine tails. It was nine spelled out space tails. And then finally, Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally... This was not the first time uh, Pokemon was featured in Jeopardy! in 2017. A video game category was the final Jeopardy... Well, video-, video games was a final category in Jeopardy! And host Alex Trebek asked question the desire the desire in his childhood to catch every insect inspired uh satoshi tarjiri to create this 1996 game the correct answer was pokemon but not every contestant got it right now there's an update to the article and i have the questions here except i only have four of the questions i don't think anyone did the a thousand dollar
2: they didn't get to the thousand dollar
0: okay uh, so we're going to do them here for you guys today for 200 points. Wait, let's do this in Jeopardy. Okay. I'll
2: take uh, Pokemon for 200, Steve.
0: Okay. Pikachu, the most iconic Pokemon character, has shown up as a 50-inch balloon in
1: this, U- this annual U.S. parade. Beep, 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 beep. I got it. Uh, Will? Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. But isn't that wrong? Because aren't you supposed to say what is? Yes. Oh, what is Macy's what? Thanksgiving
0: Day <laughs> I, Parade? It
2: goes to me. It goes to me. I get the points. What is Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? <laughs> All
0: right, Greg, I got Steve. two uh, two hundred points. All right, keep tracking. Aha. Keep tracking your car or on your treadmill, however you're listening to the show.
2: I'll take uh, Pokemon for four hundred.
0: Perfect. In the franchise's twentieth anniversary year in two thousand sixteen, this in. The real-world version was released. Quote, gotta catch them all. Beep, 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 Do-do-do. beep, 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 beep. beep. Uh,
1: Will? What is Pokemon Go? That is correct. <laughs> I have 400 points to Greg's 200 <laughs> That's points. That's true, all right. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Will, it's it's your board. What would you like? I'll take Pokemon for 600, please. Sure.
0: The process of a Pokemon Turning into another is known beep, as... Beep, beep,
2: beep, beep, You can't beep before the question
0: is yes, over. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You cannot. Of course a, you it, can. I don't know the no, rules of cannot. Jeopardy. I'll I'll allow this.
2: It is... They are locked until it is finished. <laughs> is it? Until he is finished reading. It is. Because that's one of the skills is waiting to see when... Like, it's hitting the button as fast as when he finishes. Because you're locked out and if you hit it before, it, it times you out for X amount of seconds. Oh. Like, there's a whole thing about how Jeopardy contestants... How the buzzing is the most important
0: part? Interesting.
2: Jeez. Yeah, it's a huge thing. I know way too many uh, game show people. The process
0: like... of a Pokemon turning into another is known as this, like plants and animals adapting or changing over long periods. Did <laughs> you <laughs> beep, beep beep beep. Greg,
2: uh, what is evolution?
0: Uh, you're at eight hundred points now. Yeah. All right. This is the this is the tiebreaker here.
2: I'll take uh, Pokemon for 800.
0: Like a person who prepares horses for racing, it's someone who captures Pokemon and readies and directs them in battles.
1: Doot doot. I
0: think that was Will.
1: <laughs> what is a trainer? There you go.
0: 800 points. It seems that Will is our Jeopardy <laughs> champion. I got
1: 1200 to Greg's 800.
2: They are not they, I mean, they are not hard questions. And they're barely Pokemon questions. Yeah. Like, there's not a lot of annual US parades that have giant balloons.
0: They could have. I felt like a better question would have been like, what Pokemon game was released in 2011 or something like that? Instead of like none what, of those, what real world game release in like that is well, such an we don't
1: obvi- we don't know what the thousand dollar question was. Yeah, it was probably true. like it was the probably like been like Mewtwo or what something. Is yeah, what is Pikachu's evolution or something like that.
2: Which Pokemon has too many Mega and Gigantamax evolutions?
0: What is Meowth? Well, that's
1: Charizard.
2: <laughs> yeah, what is Charizard? <laughs> Meowth needs more.
1: Well, I, actually, the first question, like, I know a lot of people, because probably because of Green Day, would say Macy's Day Parade, and I'm like, yeah, no, it's the Macy's Thanksgiving Macy's, Day Parade. Yeah.
0: Oh. This was some out-of-nowhere news here. Uh, this is our, the, our big news for the week, although there's not much to talk about. This is off Pokemon.com, December 12th. Pokemon Twilight Wings, a Galar Region short animated series coming soon. Experience an all-new Pokemon adventure in the seven-episode animated series debuting in January 2020. Pokemon fans who have been exploring the Galar region will soon be able to experience it in a vibrant new way with the release of Pokemon Twilight Wings, a seven-episode limited animated series. Pokemon Twilight Wings, which is separate from Pokemon the series. Gotta make sure your branding's on point here. Yep. Is set in the Galar region, where Pokemon battles have developed into a cultural sensation. Over the span of seven episodes, Pokemon Twilight Wings will show the detail show in detail the dream of Galar's residents, the realities they face, the challenges they overcome, and the conflicts they must resolve. In addition to these new stories, fans can expect to see a variety of Pokemon originally discovered in the Galar region appearing throughout
1: the throughout the capsule series. Is that a term? Capsule series? It might as well be. It's kind so, of yeah. like we used to what did we used to have in the eighties that was like the big thing? It was a uh, mini series. Mini series, so yes. It's, just like it's a, a mini series saying that. Each
0: episode will be about five minutes in length. Some quick math for you guys, it's about yep. thirty five minutes altogether. Animation will be provided by Studio Ghibli. Studio oh. Colorido, which is known for its warm and welcoming visual designs and dynamic photography ph- photographic techniques. As uh, seen in the film Penguin Highway. Oh, that great film that I must have
1: <laughs> forgotten to go see.
0: The, po- the world of Pokemon is evolving as trainers explore Galar. And with this new era being brought to life uh, in the form of an animated ser- series created by one of the leading animation studios in Japan. The first episode will premiere on January 15th. Also, fun fact, all the current promoted raids end on January 15th. So I'm assuming there was like one other thing that's also supposed to happen on January 15th, Pokemon-wise, and I can't remember what it is. January 15th, I would expect maybe maybe no Pokemon news, maybe just these things happen, but I expect maybe a Pokemon announcement, maybe a release date for home at that point, or an update on Pokemon Sleep. Maybe it's just a real weird coincidence they're doing a rotation of raids and this anime debuts on this day.
1: Uh, Which of you two is getting Pokemon sleep?
0: I'm getting. I don't see why I wouldn't. I want that control. I want that little controller too. I'm contemplating it. I guess. I don't know. Are you not interested in sleep tracking things, Will?
1: I. I don't know.
0: (laughs) I don't know. At this point.
1: Do
2: you not sleep?
1: Not too well.
2: Hmm. You don't want to mess up those sweet, sweet sheets.
1: I'm sleeping on them is not messing them up. You, you're not supposed to be moving a rat out when you sleep. So that's not an issue. And, and half of the joy of bed making is having a bed to make. If it's always made, then you never get to make it. See the True. philosophy and the logic there.
2: Uh, yeah, I see something.
1: According to rotten
0: tomatoes, penguin highway, has hundred percent of twenty three reviews. Oh. Audience gave it a seventy one percent. Google users have ninety-three percent liked this movie. It is a two hour movie, came out in twenty eighteen. There's definitely a penguin on the cover of the art, the movie poster. I was going to say, like, album cover, (laughs) but that wasn't the right word.
2: Yeah, but we maybe got there. I don't know what that was.
1: Little known fact that Penguin is my favorite real-world animal. Well, maybe you should watch Penguin Highway. Mm. But that's not real-world. That's animation.
0: The question now is, they've done this before. Okay. They did Pokemon organs. Correct. Yes. We watched most
1: of that and then never finished.
0: No, no, no. That was Generations. That, that was also. Generations.
1: I watched all of those.
0: So Pokemon Origins was the four-part episode with Red and Blue. Or or was he called Green? I don't remember. And that followed Red trying to catch all the Pokemon. And they had the Cubone storyline. And they had the Giovanni thing. And then they had the battle with Red and Blue. And then he goes and catches Mewtwo. And then he's missing Mew. And that was that. And people loved that. And a lot of older Pokemon fans wanted more of that. And it did what it did. I'm not sh- like... I, I don't know, actually, if that, like... The money they paid the studio to animate and do that... Resulted in them getting all their money back. Because they did... S- it was free. And they did sell it in iTunes for, like... I don't know, three ninety nine an episode or whatever. But for the most part, you could have watched it free.
2: Yeah.
1: They did it for the exposure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because Pokemon needs exposure.
2: <laughs> it does. I I know at least two people have never heard of Pokemon.
0: As cool as it is, I, I don't under... I guess I don't understand the marketing of that. Eh. Yeah.
1: I mean, I... Mean, I... Probably what you'll find is that the company makes enough money at this point that they're like, well, now we can just do art projects for the sake of art, Pokemon art, and then they do it.
2: We have a budget we need to spend.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So Pokemon Origins was four episodes. Each episode was exactly 22 minutes and 30 seconds long. So that was about an hour and 20. Like, I guess that could have been a Pokemon movie but also it felt like they really didn't accomplish anything in that <laughs> like the first episode is like Brock and the second episode's Cubone, third episode's Giovanni, fourth episode is
1: well it was a more graphic telling and more like the manga of the origin story of Pokemon
0: and then there was Pokemon Generations which we
1: never finished watching
0: which we didn't we we were we talked about a lot of episodes on the show And Pokemon Generations was 19... 18 episodes. And each episode was just shy of five minutes. One of the episodes was also Red Battling Blue. I think that was episode three. Episode four was the uh, shiny Gyarados like a rage with Lance. Episode five had Silver's story. Episode six was what's his name? Suicune guy. Ice Q. Yeah. Ice Q. Number seven was Groudon. Number eight was Kyogre. Number nine was the space thing with uh, Deoxys.
2: Yeah, off into space.
0: Number 10 was the old Chateau. Number 11 was the Cyrus stuff. Yep. Number 12 was Flynn in the heat ran, I guess, because people cared about that.
2: Hey, Flynn's a major character. He's... I expect him to be in Pokemon Masters when they're really desperate.
0: Thirteen was The Uprising featuring Iris and the other gym leaders. That was a good one. Yeah, that was a really good one. Uh, I think that's where I stopped watching. I should finish these. Uh, Episode fourteen was The Frozen World with Colrus. Fifteen was King Returns. That's N. Sixteen, The Beauty Internal with Lysander. Seventeen was The Investigation with, uh, what's his name, Looker. And 18 was the redemption, which I don't remember that at all. Oh, that was we the, never got that. That far. was the AZ thing.: Yep. Um, so view-wise, so always I've, I've learned this with podcast. I've learned this with podcasts, especially with series. Your first episode, I'm sure Greg knows this also from doing a and D show.: Yep. Your first episode will have the most views. <laughs> yep. Your last episode. Won't have the least amount of views. That usually goes to the middle. Uh, but the last episode won't nearly has that many views slash listens as the first episode. Episode one of Generations had 3.7 million views on YouTube. I'll just jump to the middle. No one cares about Heatran. Oddly enough, that episode has almost 5 billion views.
2: <laughs> wow. See? Everybody oh, cares about Heatran.
1: Yeah. There goes Every, your whole everybody's thing. favorite lava cockroach. Maybe
0: uh, the iris oh, I episode. Think of it as a
2: cockroach
0: has five point mm. five million, and the final episode has three point eight million. The lake of rage episode. They definitely know their audience, or maybe this just stands with a lot of people. Sixteen million views.
2: Wow. Everybody wants to see that Red Gyarados. The
0: silver episode had 7 million views. Maybe this is why they do it. The battle against Blue, which is the episode right before the Lake of Rage, 15 million
1: views. Yeah, there you go. People were looking at the topic, not this at the actual This is insane. Series. The
0: second episode of this series, the one right before Blue, 1.5 million views. How does a series go from 1.5 to 15 million to 14 million back down to 7 million in in a matter of episodes? That's unreal. Because,
1: no, because you're thinking of it as a... Series where there's a story that continues from one episode to the next, which is not what this one was. Correct. This right. was that is, correct. More like the,
2: this is the, a j- jump in, drop in. Yeah,
1: it's like the Twilight Zone. And it's like there were some episodes of the Twilight Zone where we're all like, everybody knows the one where the bomb goes off and the guy was in the basement of the bank. So he gets <laughs> yeah. to live and he gets all the books, but then his glasses break. His glasses and break. For some or reason, them, there's they... no other glasses stores in the entire world where he might be able to pick up another pair of glasses. He right? had
2: a unique prescription.
1: Sure. Um, so people, especially in the age of the internet, were like, they saw one of these episodes that they really liked, and they shared that with other people who also then watched, because they're like, oh, I remember the battle between red and blue. And then there are, like, other episodes, and then that people didn't share as much. And that's really what's driving your viewership right
0: there. Right. Well, we yep. know it's definitely not the, it's not the title, because all the titles are the same. Pokemon Generations Episode 8, 9, 10. It's not the thumbnail. You know, none of these thumbnails are super clickbaity. I would argue that the Gyarados thumbnails...
1: Are there arrows in there. There's
0: no arrows. <laughs> there's no facial expressions. I would argue that the Gyarados thumbnail is pretty weak. Uh, it's just a Dragonite looking at a Gyarados, and the Gyarados is kind of hard to see. There's, there's no dramatic facial expressions. But even though these episodes are five minutes, obviously a lot of animation work had to go in to yep. tell the story and to you know well there's
2: a lot of cutting and pacing
0: so it couldn't have been cheap to do this
2: I I think for probably what they put into it and what they got out of it they got what they needed out of it they
1: and these, got, these were not monetized these so, were not right. monetized correct
2: so they got they got their name out there they got people thinking about the animation out there again they got thinking people thinking about the games again like there's a lot of just word of mouth just we're doing something different with the brand, we're expanding out, we're touching on different things that don't necessarily have, like, to the average consumer, they think, well, how do they make money off of this? And it's not so much that they're trying to make money off of it, but they're trying to either expand what people think about what they can do, or expand how they are viewed, so that people just have a more expansive view of what Pokemon can be. So, like, everybody assumes that The only anime that they can do is Ash anime, because they did it for for years. Well, they've done a bunch of different web series that show, no, we are willing to tell other stories. And it's just a way to say, hey, don't expect it always to be this, or we will drop in surprises. It just opens up what people can think of when they think of Pokemon anime, without having to have a return on money. That expanded idea of what pokemon animation is is what the return
0: is i i'm very curious the galar stuff mostly for me i'm just curious to see the new pokemon in in a more fluid animation that isn't the video game animation yep and maybe we'll I'll finally hear how to properly say snom slash snome maybe possibly all right question of the week if you have
2: sent an email in, our response time is pretty bleak. But if you're a member of our Slack, you can ask the question of the week.
1: That's a New Year's song.
2: It's coming up. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah, yeah. A for effort.
2: <laughs> y'all, y'all are wasting my gifts. Is it that was is.
1: lovely. It was lovely. So, what's well, our question? I think,
0: I think we can fit in two
1: questions
0: here. Probably. This
1: one's from Catherine.
0: Since we just had the uh, Game of the Year awards, what is everyone's Game of the Year and you cannot pick Pokemon?
2: I didn't play a lot, but I would, I will say hands down, the best experience I've had was Shadowbringers. Shadowbringers for Final Fantasy Fourteen was... Some of the best storyline I've had in any game, um, and blew my expectations out of the water as to what you can do in an MMO. So, although I don't have like all, an extensive library of things I played, I still think I think of all games I played of throughout my life, like Shadowbringers is easily in the top ten now. It was that good.
0: Uh, I'll give you three guesses. Katamari
1: Damacy <laughs> on Switch. You got it in one guess. Congratulations. Except that. S- reroll? Is that what it's called? It is Katamari Damacy Reroll, but yeah. uh, that actually came out in
0: 2018. Oh, dang. December Wait.
1: 2018. Was there
0: a new Katamari this year? I don't think there was.
1: No. And I was hoping that I could count that as this year because I honestly don't think I've played any other games
0: is there a new vanguard uh card game that just came out on mobile
1: i there there's actually a game for the switch for vanguard that i do not have because <sighs> reasons okay. um also the <laughs> fact that it's only available in japanese and not in english oh. um boy i guess Guess two thousand nineteen's been full of disappointment. I did play a lot of uh Monster Hunter Generation's Ultimate still. <laughs> not a two thousand nineteen <laughs> game though. What
2: well, didn't Monster Hunter Ice World come out Iceborne. Iceborne. Yeah.
1: Oh I've killed I've I've done like three monsters in that entire game and I'm done with it. I'm <laughs> not a fan. Ugh oh, What else came out in two thousand I guess I don't have a game of two it's it's just been uh no good games two thousand nineteen. All I mean, right. Ha- I'll say Death Stranding, because since I didn't get to play it, it must be fantastic. <laughs> it must there be you okay, fantastic. Go. that makes sense. Yep.
0: Sure. Probably the thing that I was just purely overjoyed playing the entire time from start to finish uh, would probably be Untitled Goose Game. Uh, that game's really good, and it's short, and it's sweet, and uh, it's for me, it was very memorable, and I
1: really enjoyed playing it. So that would probably be my game of the year. Nice. I just realized the game that I play the most and I pretty much play every single day, almost every single day, Pokemon Shuffle. Gardenscapes. Gardenscapes Ooh. on my iPhone. It's what? an awful match three game, and yet I sit there and what? play it and build my garden, and there you go.
2: I feel like sometimes I just don't know you.
1: I like Gardens. match three games.
2: Yeah, but gardenscapes.
1: Well, because then you you earn the the points to build your garden.
2: All right. Question two.
0: Question two is from Andrew. In the Pokemon world, some trainers give their Pokemon human names. Okay. The way that people in real life often name their pets. In your opinion, what are some of the best and worst examples of this, either NPCs or other players' Pokemon which you have seen?
2: This is a real world known issue for me i hate when people name their pets human names like a dog like named people... steve like a dog named todd like n- no it an- <laughs> it just bothers me to no end i can't handle it
0: i have some uh i have some of the nicknames from sword and shield here okay go for it wait before we start do you guys nickname your pokemon
2: I do. I well. I nickname ones that I'm gonna have on my team. Like if they're gonna stay on my team, or I'm breeding them, and I'm gonna use them on my team, then yes, I name them.
1: So I, in the past, I would nickname every single Pokemon I caught. Okay. Um, and I typically will have a theme for what I use. So like when I was doing, uh, Ultra Sword, Ultra Sword, Ultra Sword is not out yet ultra sun and moon i used hawaiian words for the names of all my pokemon Mm. that i caught and in the past um when i would play pokemon while watching tv it's just like whatever was on the tv in front of me when i caught the pokemon that's what i named the pokemon (laughs) so macgyver Uh, is usually ads so Uh, it's like swiffer or you know lysol or something like that
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> how do you watch ads? I have not seen a commercial in I don't know how long.
1: Well, I'm talking a long time oh, back ago. back in the day? Games. Back in the day. <laughs> days, Yes. Mm. Um, and this time around, I'm not nicknaming all the Pokemon. I actually stopped doing that with Let's Go. Um, but my theme this time around is I name all of my Pokemon Portuguese words.
0: Ooh. So
1: that's been fun.
0: All right, so in Motostoke, you can trade a Bunnel B or a Squovit, however Will says it. Squovit. And it's called, yeah. so the NPC, these are always the NPC's Pokemon names. It's called.
2: Oh, so we're talking about the NPC trade names. Because yes. there have been some, like, Dux is, yeah, Ducks is, Ducks is one of the best ones.
1: Ducks is very memorable. Well, the, the, the questioner said either NPCs or real world people you've come across. And I, I've got an answer for that.
0: I okay. would I w- I don't know if these are translations from like the Japanese names or if the whoever is working in the Seattle office for Pokémon <laughs> yeah. Company like they have to translate and make up their own names whoever does it possibly pretty good uh but the squovet is named Cheekers mhm uh you in turf field you can trade a galarian meowth for a regular meowth and that meowth is named Cash
2: I do like Cash as the name but but the one, I will say, the one that's coming up is my favorite one of the, of the trades in Sword and Shield.
0: In Hullberry, you can trade a Mancino for a Cottony, and it's called Candy Floss.
2: <laughs>
0: it's pretty good. In a Hammerlock, you can trade a Toxel for a Togepi named Snips. Not 100% sure that's I get that not... reference.
2: I don't really either. I don't know why it's Snips.
0: Yeah, that is kind of strange. In, right in Stow inside, you can trade a Maractus for a hat or a hat hatena. Uh, and that hatena is named Fringe. And then on Stow inside, this is depending on what version you have, you can trade a Maractus for an Impidimp, and that Impidimp's name is Peepers, which is pretty yep. good.
2: Peepers is not good, but Fringe, I mean Fringe is
0: I like Peepers also a lot. Not
2: great. Peepers is okay. But Fringe is like Oh, it has bangs.
1: But, but does it? it? The, it's under the yeah. hat.
2: Well, the bangs are coming out. I never noticed that. How,
0: how do you say this town? Balloon That's
1: as good as you're going to get.
0: I, I think it's Balen Lee. Balen
1: That's what I would say. Yeah.
0: You trade a Galarian Yamask yeah for a regular Yamask, yeah and the name is Masky.
2: The worst.
0: In again, these are version exclusives. But in Sir Chester, Sir, Sir Chester, you can trade a Vanillish for a throw. The throw is called Red Dos. Dumb. And in Red Dos, like Spanish yeah. for two red because its color is red. And then okay. you can trade a Vanillish for a sock, and it's named Blue Bop.
2: Which also they're both bad.
0: In Spike Month, you can trade an Obstagoon for a Mr. Mime. The Mr. Mime is named Mimo. Did you just call it Spike Muth? Spike Month. Spike Moth. What did I say? I don't know. I thought you said Muth. I'm like, what? I don't remember what I said. In Winden, <laughs> you can trade a Frostmoth for a Duraludon, and it is called lin- linear. Liner? Lin- linear. Linear? Linear. Linear.
2: No, linear. None of those are good. They're all bad. The only good one is
0: Cash and Peepers are the standouts there. Ca-
2: cash and Candy Floss. Okay, so Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. You could get a Halucha called Cha. You could get a Noi Bat called Noi Noi. That's pretty good. Barboch called Babo Arbok called Arbo. Phantom Trevenant called tr- Tump Trump. No Tump Tump.
0: That's also
1: pretty good.
2: Shellos called Soul and Toros called Professor,
1: and that's the best one. I think so. So, what, what is the worst name that you've seen? That okay, if I mean, choose NPC or if you've seen one in the real world, uh,
0: I hate I, Pokemon I, named after other Pokemon. That's probably I the worst that.
1: offender for me. I thought that was cheating.
0: I mean, it's cheating in official VGCs, but official VGZs. I just don't like the idea I of naming rated, a Pokemon another Pokemon.
2: I rated with somebody whose Pokemon name was Booty Slap. That
1: and sounds th- inappropriate.
2: I blocked them. <laughs> I was like, nope, I don't need this.
1: My friend, your friend, Chris.
2: Oh, no. Who will
1: be coming to visit us in Minneapolis at some point. As oh, what? He's been here Please. numerous times. I cannot say the names that he has given to his, to Pokemon, which are possibly the most offensive names that you can get in there and still get past the whole offensive checker. Um, but he named his dot and his Mudbray, and I just, I can't say it. And I, I know. I, oh, it's a family-friendly yeah, show. Bad, Christopher. yes, exactly. Bad,
2: bad, bad. I did not know that in X and Y the far-fetched trade is named Quacklin. That's pretty. That's good. pretty good. Yeah, That's pretty good.
0: Yeah, Quacklin is good.
2: I forgot Quacklin. I still like ducks better, but I forgot that it was called Quacklin. Also, the B sharp is called Pierce. That's pretty good.
1: Will give us our Pokemon of the week. So our previous Pokemon of the week that was, was a, a poem. long time ago. It was the different. Greek philosophical types of love that you could have. And then I went through about how I had found a particular Pokemon, but I had fallen out of love, and et cetera, et cetera. I'm not going to go deep into this, but if you guys all had a chance to read, review, analyze, take it to your English professor, the poem, what did you get from it?
0: It's...
2: Grim Snarl. I wrote down Grim Snarl. Poly- I, well,
1: both- I also
2: wrote down Morgrim, but I don't remember which one I w- decided on. So uh,
1: it is Morgrim because okay. um, it's. Uh, I did mention in there uh, that um, I saw that it would evolve into. So, well uh, obviously not the final evolution. But yes, Morgrim. Huge disappointment. Uh,
0: really? I like more like lot. I like that whole
1: line. <sighs> I do, you, do not. Do you not see like the, the hair a that like angel? moves on
0: its own in Grim Snarl?
1: I haven't gotten to Grim yet. Okay, so no. Well, you saw one. Yeah, but I was like, it was in a in Max Raid, so it's like I'm in front of it. I can't see what's going on behind it. Okay, the hair part sure, sure, yeah. Like that. Is there any trivia about Margrim at this point in time, or are we way too early in the...
2: Uh, yeah, there is, actually.
1: It's probably the only Fairy Dark or whatever, I'm assuming.
2: Yep. No Pokemon has the same type. Uh, it shares the c- its category with Purloin, they're both known as the de- devious Pokemon. Margrim, Hattrim, and their evolutionary relatives are considered counterparts, which, duh. Morgrim and its evolutionary relatives are the only Pokemon that are in the fairy and human-like egg groups. Uh, Morgrim's name implies that it's based on gremlins. Would you say that
1: it can only be male?
2: Yep, which I hate so much. It's oh, so dumb. interesting,
1: and then Hatchrim can only be female?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I I hate that so much. I hate, I hate gender lock. Why? Because it's dumb. Nah,
1: it some is. Pokemon can be
0: non-gender too, like Magnemite.
2: Yeah, but. like, non-gender is fine, but, like, only these can be boys. This is
0: dumb. Yeah, but they can still breed? <laughs> I don't know. Not, yeah. <laughs> mm.
2: uh, and then morgrim may be a combination of morbid or morgue and gremlin. It also may come from grem, which is an old English, uh, uh, old English and old German way, word for to anger or to enrage. It also may come from Morgan Le Fay, although I feel that is a bit of a stretch.
1: Yeah, it is a bit, yeah.
2: And in German, which is my favorite one, it's Pelsbub, which is from Pels and Beelzebub, which is <laughs> that's pretty nice. Yeah, it's real good.
1: <laughs> they should have gone with Krampus, but oh well.
2: Well, that's... Yeah. Save that for the that's holiday that's update. Happen.
1: <laughs> Too late yep. now. Too late now. Well, that's going to be, it's like... Well, it already has a G-Max form. Ugh. All of it. Which I really want. Huge disappointment. Cancel the whole thing. I just... mm -mm. Are you ready for this week's Pokemon of the Week? I am. I'm ready. Well, I I did have someone, once again, Chris. I spent too much time with him in Philadelphia, so he's influenced me too much. Bad
2: influence. Bad, bad, bad. Absolutely. But he
1: mentioned he prefers when the Pokemon of the Week is a story. So... Uh. We have a st- we every have single week Greg I get the groan. You got some <laughs> some week you got to be happy about it.
2: I like it when it's super easy.
1: This will be super easy for you. Oh okay. My favorite materials to use when yarn crafting can be ranked in the following order. Number 1, cashmere. Number 2, alpaca. Number 3, silk blends. Number 4, wool. Number 5, cotton. 6, anything else and in last place <laughs> And in last place, acrylic. This week's Pokémon cannot produce cashmere as it is not a goat. It cannot produce alpaca as it is not an alpaca. It cannot produce silk as it is not a worm. It cannot produce cotton as it is not a plant. It certainly cannot be used to produce acrylic, which I am pretty certain is derived from petrochemicals. The prior evolution and this week's Pokemon share the same three potential abilities. One of these abilities it shares with another normal type Pokemon. The ability calls to mind what people today call plushies and people of my generation called stuffed animals. Another of these abilities is shared with Galarian Farfetch'd and Surfetched. The third ability, which I suspect can only be obtained if you catch this Pokemon in a max raid battle, impacts any Ball and bomb type moves, preventing the Pokémon from taking any damage. I was surprised to learn that acid spray is a ball and bomb type move. It is because, in Japanese, the move is known as acid bomb.
2: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Some may say this week's Pokémon is intended to reflect a particular creature I first heard of at the Maryland Sheep and Wool Festival. There are many enthusiasts of this breed in the U.S. and much lore about restoring their flocks. You may find that they are raised at the Poplar Spring Farm in Brookville, Maryland. I was only able to find one breeder of this flock in all of Minnesota. So there's your Pokemon of the Week.
0: That is our show. Uh, We'll be back next week, the episode before Christmas. Uh, I don't know when we're going to record. that. The next week's going to be weird because I'm traveling for holiday stuff, but uh, uh, you will still get your Monday episode, of course. We'll just have to figure it out. I think Will already said that they have plans.
2: I'm on vacation, so whatever. We'll
0: We'll get you an episode Monday next week, no matter what. Normal episode and stuff. Couple things real quick. Uh I said this last week. I'll make it real short. If you're interested in G Fuel, my G Fuel code is thirty percent off until December twenty sixth. you're interested, Greg loves cotton candy, blue chug rug, uh phaseberry. That's not true. I think Greg's only tried watermelon.
2: I've only tried watermelon. Watermelon's my favorite flavor of most things. You were supposed to send me a sample pack and you never oh, did. I'll bring
0: you some this weekend. Okay. Uh, I have a bunch of samples that they sent me, and I already have tubs of them, so I don't need the samples. I'll bring you some. Um, so, that's, uh, that'll be in the podcast notes. If you're interested in G Fuel, if you have questions about it, feel free to reach out to me. Um, I like it. Otherwise, I wouldn't be talking about it. Second thing is our Reddit is almost to 1,000 users. And we're having a weekly Friday post and weekly Monday posts. Friday posts of like, what are you going to do for the weekend? Monday posts. I stole this from Slack, but they have a, they do something in Slack where they post what their adventure sync update was. They walked 50K, 100K, 1K, which is usually me because I don't leave my house. So trying to get, uh, trying to use Reddit for people who don't, can't keep up with like IRC stuff because obviously Slack and Discord and stuff like that moves very quickly. And sometimes when you're out for the day and you check in, you go, this is very overwhelming. Uh, I'm just not going to read anything. So maybe the Reddit fills a middle ground for that. Um, In regards to that, uh, reddit.com slash r slash super effective. That'll also be in the show notes, of course. Um, And that's it. That's our episode. Thank you to everyone who reviewed us on Apple Podcast. I think we are well over 1,200 reviews. So thank you. I think three new reviews came in this past week. Appreciate it. Uh, if you want to follow Greg on Twitter, it is at White Wing. Will on Twitter at Wash in the Sink. I'm on Twitter at Dragging a Lake. Our Switch giveaway is still going. When you hear this episode, there will be just a couple days left on that Switch giveaway. Again, that is also in the podcast show notes. Uh, otherwise, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Pokemon Podcast. And if you need something to do on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, if you don't have any family or friends to hang out with, I will be streaming on Twitch. So if you just want some company on Christmas, sometimes Christmas can get a little lonely if you're by yourself or if you're traveling or if you're stuck in a hotel or in an airport. I'm sure that has happened to at least one of our listeners. Uh, I will be on Twitch hanging out because I'm doing Christmas this weekend. Christmas I will be available if you want to play Pokemon and do some raids and hang out. Otherwise... Thank you for listening. Thank you for making it to the end of the show. We will see you guys next week. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast and we are Super Effective.
2: Super Shiny Stantler. Mm, it's that ugly lime, so yeah.
0: Like every podcast on the internet, we are funded by Patreon. A special shout out to our producers of the show Kevin, Cygnus, Patrick, Noah, Jetsy, Jeffrey, Matthew, Alex, and Catherine. And a super special shout out for our executive producers, Pancakes and Anthony. Thank you all for your support. Thank you for making it to the end of the episode. If you did, again, this is slightly updated and new, so uh, congrats to you. If you want to find out more about Patreon, you can head over to isc.cash to learn more. I've repeated myself twice. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.